listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or the World Watch List, you can visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Nicolette. This is Andrew. Um, before we dive into this episode, we just wanted to take a second to say thank you to everybody that participated in IDOP, the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, uh, this past Sunday. Whether you were um, praying with us, with your church or your family, or if you joined us online for our event, um, we were just so grateful that you took the time to join and um, to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. And, you know, it's really encouraging mm -hmm. to us to know that other people also have a heart for the persecuted church and yeah. spend time praying. Um, but we just wanted to say, like, know that your prayers are making a difference for believers around the world. Absolutely right. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. uh, prayer does make such a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked out the online event, it is available on our YouTube yes. page. I'll throw that in there. Mm -hmm. uh, but as always today, we are going to give you another chance to pray for your persecuted family. <laughs> I, and I am really excited, Nicolette, for today's episode because yeah. we are going to share two letters written by believers in North Korea and smuggled out of the country so we could read them. Yeah. So they have been redacted for security purposes, but there is enough in these letters to encourage and inspire you as you hear them. Absolutely. And I, I think it's just so awesome that they were smuggled out. You yeah. know, when you think of our history as an organization, mm -hmm. uh, you know, smuggling Bibles into, into countries, Brother Andrew, that's where we all got, the whole thing got started. We have this history of working in ways that we can't talk about, and we still we still do. Mm -hmm. Like we're doing secret work, and, and now we have these letters that were smuggled out. You know, as a, as a ministry, we continue to do whatever it takes to strengthen our persecuted family. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And you know, there is somewhere between three hundred thousand and five hundred thousand people in North Korea that secretly believe in Jesus, and mm -hmm. you know, contacting them is very difficult and it's extremely risky for them um, but here we have these two letters that were smuggled out and um, the believers that wrote these letters can't be too specific um, in their details uh, in case the letters were intercepted um, but they do paint this picture of um, what it means to be faithful to Christ in North Korea absolutely and so let's read I'll read the first one Nicolette you can read the next one and then mm -hmm. we'll talk about them after sure First one starts like this. Dear brother, how are you doing in the presence of God? I would like to give you an update on how we are doing. Right now, trade is severely restricted because of the pandemic. As a result, there are far too few goods to obtain. Then there, there's this part that's redacted, but he continues. All the tribulations we face, such as the pandemic and persecution, remind us of a time of war. Despite these difficulties, we remain faithful to the work of Jesus Christ. Our hearts cling to him. The North Korean church has been saved by the blood of Christ. The future of our church depends on our faith, our families, and the next generation. We thank Father God for his protection 
and heavenly mercy he sends us every time. We pray desperately that we may hear his voice. We want to thank all brothers and sisters for their love and support from the underground network of the North Korean church. We pray for you that God will protect your body and soul with his infinite grace and blessing. Wow. Here is the second letter. Dear brothers and sisters, we want to express our gratitude for your love and help. Every time we receive it, we think of the blood of Jesus who paid for our sins and our faith is strengthened by it. Our hearts fill with warm tears when we experience your love and care. You care for us spiritually and physically. The more difficult life is, the more God's warm help surrounds us. We become united and strong. We do not flinch from the tribulation we find ourselves in. The faith in our heart is as strong as a fortress. The next portion of the letter is redacted, but this person concludes. Finally, as always, we want to thank all our brothers and sisters from around the world for their continued support and dedication so that we can continue to believe. The sick are healed and we are empowered while you yourselves are already so busy. On behalf of all the faithful in my region, I pray for the health of your bodies. We pray the Lord will bless you with every blessing. Amen. Yeah, that's, those are, those are some pretty incredible letters. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really humbling to know that they are praying for us mm -hmm. <laughs> despite all of the persecution that they face, like, North Korea is the second most dangerous country in the world for mm -hmm. Christians to live in. And yet the people that wrote this letter are like praying for our health yeah. and, and praying for us in our times of busyness. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, we're, <laughs> you need our prayers. You, you face so much yeah. more than I do. Yeah, it's, it's really humbling. It is. It's humbling to think about it, right? Like, and I mean, sometimes as, as Christians, in North America, we can think, uh, well, the persecuted church needs us. Yeah. And, and of course, yeah. they do, but we need them too. Yeah. Right? And we need their prayers and we need their example, which is really mm -hmm. kind of what stuck out to me mm -hmm. as we read it. Like, you know, in the first letter, he says, you know, our hearts cling to him. And, and later he says, um, and we, we pray desperately that we may hear his voice. And, and I think about it and I just think, um, this is not necessarily my experience as a Christian in North America. Or, I mean, it's something that I, I long for, that I want, mm -hmm. but I mean, it, with all that they're facing, it, it, they're, they throw everything, they just, they have to rely on Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, I can say that I pray desperately that I could hear his voice, but, but really that's what I want. I want to desperately pray that I would hear God's voice. I want to cling to him. It's a level, a depth of relationship and a level of, of intimacy that, that I can talk about, but I don't know if, I, that I want to experience in my relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, what you're saying reminds me, mm -hmm. um, a few episodes ago, we did a episode reminiscing and talking about the life of Brother Andrew, our founder at Open Doors. And um, we were talking about 
different quotes mm -hmm. that he has said over the years. And one of the quotes he like, he talks about how like indifference is actually more dangerous for the church than persecution is mm -hmm. um, in the sense of uh, persecuted, the persecuted church still exists yeah. despite persecution. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, indifference, could just make you indifferent. We, we yeah, you can We have everything we need here, yeah. right? Like, and so having everything I need, I, I don't often feel like I have to desperately pray yeah. or I have to cling to Jesus. Mm -hmm. and, and yet it's what really we should want. And, yeah. and so there's just so much that we can learn from them. That, mm -hmm. um, And really, you're right. Brother Andrew's quote falls so in line right, with that. Right. And so, in line with what you were yeah. saying. Yeah. Another thing that stood out to me was when, um, in the first letter that you read, um, the believer said, uh, the future of our church depends on our faith, our families, and the next generation. And that just struck me because, like, in the past when we've talked about North Korea, different events, and um, uh, one of the things we talked about is that parents can't share their faith mm -hmm. to their children until they're old enough to understand, like, how severe the situation is. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous information. Yeah, and it, like I I grew up in a Christian household. Both my parents are Christian, and I remember learning about Jesus as like a young yeah. kid, and they can't do that in North Korea because they it's it's so dangerous. It's too risky. They have to keep their their faith a secret until the child's older. Yeah, because the and, kids will be asked questions at school and yeah. stuff like that. And, and if they give something up, the entire family could be arrested. Yeah. And that's the thing, like you, you said it earlier, the three hundred to 500,000 secret believers in North Korea in a country where it's literally illegal yeah. to be a Christian. That is a massive number. And I know that when we talked about mm -hmm. that number earlier before the podcast, you said that is a massive number. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's, it's just yeah. crazy. And uh, it's amazing. Like, and, and, and like, despite these difficulties, we remain faithful to the work of Jesus Christ. How often have I been derailed by something difficult going on in my life? Like, well, uh, I can't, you know, I'll, I'll put, I, my focus has to be here. So whatever mm -hmm. things I'm doing for Jesus are not as important, right? Like, yeah. despite the difficulties, they remain faithful. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really cool. Those letters are really encouraging. Um, and we would love to hear your thoughts on them. You just heard what parts kind of stood out to us. But um, if there's something in the letter that stood out to you and that really touched your heart, like it would be really encouraging for us to hear. Yeah. About so if, if, you're watch, if you're on YouTube, you can add it to the comments section. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the podcast, email us, podcast at odcan.org, mm -hmm. and let us know yeah. how you are inspired or challenged or encouraged. Uh, by these letters. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, we'd really appreciate reading those. It would be uh, encouraging to us. Yeah. While they may be thousands of miles away, following Christ secretly, uh, we can still reach them today yeah. through prayer. And that reminds me of another Brother Andrew quote, yeah. right? Uh, no, no border, no prison wall, no door is closed to us when we pray. Like We can visit with our brothers and sisters in yeah. North Korea today. So let's join our hearts with North Korean believers Today, uh, uh, and, and I'll have you pray in a minute, Nicolette. But as you guys are listening along, I encourage you to share your own prayer. Uh, speak your own prayer for our brothers and sisters in North Korea. But let's pray. Lord Jesus, um, 
We are so thankful for your faithfulness. Um, we're so thankful for uh, just this gift to be able to read mm. smuggled letters from believers in North Korea that um, are facing so much persecution. It's just so encouraging to us, Lord. We are we are humbled by their their faith um, and their their prayers for us, mm -hmm. and and we're so grateful for. Um, just the ability to be connected with our brothers and sisters despite the distance, despite the restriction, despite the persecution that they face, we're still connected with them. And it's just a blessing on top of that to be able to hear their own words. Um, so we just, um, in this posture of gratitude, we, we just praise and thank you for what is going on with the church in North Korea. Um, we are grateful that the gospel is being shared and um, that people are coming to know you and mm -hmm. that um, despite the secrecy, despite somehow 300 to 500,000 people needing to keep the same secret, the church is alive and you are moving and your presence is doing incredible things. And we just ask that that would continue. Um, Lord, I pray for um, uh, our, just our brothers and sisters that um, are facing so much, God, that you would strengthen them in mind, in body, in soul and spirit, mm -hmm. that you would protect them um, from emotional, physical, um, spiritual harm, uh, that you would protect their faith, that you would that you would give them opportunities to connect with one another and and opportunities to to read the Bible and get to just keep that and ponder that in their hearts and in their minds and um, we pray for um, families with little ones that they have to keep their faith a secret from them God I pray that um, that you would protect their hearts that you would um, give them opportunities to share the gospel as their as their children grow and that you would also just comfort those parents from uh, just the anxiety of that situation. It just sounds like so much pressure and it sounds like a lot of stress to be thinking about in a moment. And I just ask God that you would comfort and, and be present with families, with believers, um, and that you would remind them that, um, that, that your, your yoke is light. And um, when you come into lives, you bring grace and you bring forgiveness and you bring peace that doesn't make sense mm -hmm. and they have access to that through you and I just pray that lives would continue to change um, and that the church in North Korea would would grow despite mm -hmm. all that yes, they God. face um, so we're, we're just grateful for the opportunity to hear um, about what's going on there and we're grateful for your faithfulness and um, we just ask that uh, you would continue to move and um, well, we just praise you for all that's happening and ask that your kingdom continue to grow and that your that your kingdom continue to come to this earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, we would love to hear from you in the YouTube, YouTube comment section or our podcast at odcan.org uh, about how you were inspired uh, by our brothers and sisters in North Korea today. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe and to find more ways that you can be praying for Christians where faith costs the most, follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada or visit our website, opendoorscanada.org. Thanks for listening.